0: sexy mother
1: as to the yes
0: Welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Three Chains Gold" from Love Symbol, recorded January, February 1992 at Paisley Park and released on the 13th of October, 1992. On the track, we have Prince and the New Power Generation. Uh, which in this case is the new power generation. It's not just Prince by himself, uh, you know, with the the MPG horns. You've got Michael B., Sonny T., Levi, Tommy, Barbarella. um, And then obviously you've got on the horns uh, Michael B. Nelson, Kathy Jensen, Dave Jensen, Brian Gallagher and Steve Strand. And then you have Claire Fisher bringing in some wonderful string arrangements um and this was the title of a vhs which was released which prince originally wanted this to be a film and the title of the film would have been three chains of gold um so that shows you the significance of this but in the vhs three chains of gold is basically an epilogue at the very end and it lasts about two minutes which for a song which is six minutes and two seconds that's basically nothing i mean pretty much every other song is on there in its fullness (laughs) And then Three Chains of Gold is just cut down to two two 237. There's basically nothing left of it. Um, and joining me to talk about this track is Victor Azevedo. Hello, Victor. Uh, hey, Darren. Let's. I mean, I feel like there's no point trying to pick a genre for this song um, because, because I have no clue what on earth genre Prince is going for. I mean, I guess uh, you can kind of say, I don't know, melodrama or... Like it's it's kind of weird that it's like it's a song that goes through like various changes. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a kind of bit of it where you've got like some flute and some strings mm-hmm. and then you kind of bring in the hard guitar and yeah. then we kind of have this kind of marching beat with some piano and then kind of Prince throws the kitchen sink at it and everything else at it towards the end um and then you know we finish off with like this gigantic drum solo that goes on for about 30 seconds um with prince screaming the words forever over and over again
1: to me it's almost operatic. it's like this really yeah. dramatic kind of thing it's basically just movements it's like one part of yeah. this then it switches to something else then it switches to something else, then it goes back to the start, then it switches back to something else, and it's kind of almost like an opera. Like, not conventional opera, of course, but something like that. I
0: mean, I think I remember reading reviews of it that kind of talked about it as a overblown rock opera, mm. um, yeah. which I guess you could say... I mean, I don't know how much about the overblown I would agree with, but, um, you know, it, cert- it certainly is kind of uh, a little bit over the top compared yeah. to the rest of the album. Like... Mm. I'm not saying that, you know, Symbol is a particularly kind of subtle album, because I don't think it is, you know, when you've got songs like, uh, you know, I Want to Melt With You and, you know, Damn You and Arrogance (laughs) and The Flow. Like, there's a lot of songs that are kind of very direct, even Seven, you know, it sounds like a very kind of gentle kind of ballad type thing. But then when you listen to the lyrics, you know, it's all about, you know, all seven and we'll watch them fall, you know, like... There's a, there's a kind of religious overtones and death and all kinds of stuff in there. Yeah. So this song, you know, I remember first listening to the album uh, when I got it, Christmas 1992, uh, on cassette. And, you know, I knew I knew at that point, I think, you know, My Name is Prince, Sexy MF, Morning Papers, Seven. You know, there were a few songs that I knew. Um, but when I got to, like, Three Chains of Gold, especially after And God Created Woman, which is a kind of very sedate song, mm-hmm. you know, I... I almost thought like I was listening to like four different songs because it just keeps changing so much that I'm like, is this still by the time you get five minutes in, you're like, is this the still the same song that I was listening to five minutes ago? Are we still like, what happened to that song? Um, You know, like where did that song go and how have we ended up at this particular position? Um, And it it kind of feels a little, I mean, it's a, I mean, I would say if you're going to try and try and pick something that it's kind of close to, it's possibly like a Bohemian Rhapsody where, Mm. You have the different like sections, yeah. um, you know, in- except, of course, instead of being a band, it is just Prince yeah. um, kind of for most of it. It sounds like it's just Prince by himself doing all these kind of crazy things. But yeah. then, I mean, Michael B with the drumming is like, you know, kind of amazing yeah. uh, throughout this track. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I, you know, you can't really hear the rest of the band. It's it, no. it's just mostly Prince and his uh, and his kind of vocals.
1: Yeah, because it's like at one stage, it's just like it's just piano and just him singing. That's it. There's yeah, like the, yeah. Like So everyone else little, kind of dropped yeah, out. Yeah, and everyone's disappeared. And yeah. It's like this tiny little piano, and he's doing that cup of coffee bit, which is just the We're going to talk about the lyrics because the lyrics are weird. Let's,
0: well, let's. <laughs> I mean, it starts out with this kind of intro that's about like forty-five seconds long. <laughs> well, Prince sings the, these lyrics, and he says. Uh, it's just with him and the piano. And he says, if I don't think about the fact that she left me, if I don't see the pearls fall from the sky, if I don't hear the accusations of blasphemy, if I don't feel the tears in my eyes, this is the best day of my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, that's, and that's the introduction. Yeah, it's um, puzzling. <laughs> and I think, I think the pearls part obviously recalls, you know, diamonds and pearls. Mm. Um, you know, which as he recorded this, you know, Diamonds and Pearls, they were still releasing singles off that. So, you know, probably still in his mind. Mm. Um, And obviously, you know, the overarching story of the album is about, um, you know, Prince meeting uh, Maite Mm. um, and, you know, trying to romance her. Um, So I'm guessing at this particular point, she has left him. Mm. Um, And there is a bit later on where you hear Maite actually kind of say something, um, you know, but at this particular point, um, you know, within the album uh, I'm guessing Maite has left him and then there's something about blasphemy and I don't know why that's there and then I mean I do kind of like if I don't feel the tears in my eyes this is the best day of my life it's like if I don't think about all this terrible stuff that's happening <laughs> this is the best day of my life and I think that's quite an amusing like start to this song because it's like I don't understand how this cannot not be the worst day of life if she's left you hmm. and there's pearls falling from the sky and people are accusing you of blasphemy <laughs> and you're crying you're standing there crying but then you're like oh but if I don't think about any of that this is the best day of my life yeah um and then that's when they kind of, you know, the the rest of the band kind of comes in and we get the yeah. like guitar riff. And, uh, and then, you know, we're off to the races basically. Mm. Yeah. Um, look,
1: look, maybe Prince is a half, you know, half glass full kind of guy. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <It's> like if <laughs> all this bad stuff happens to me, look, at least I've got my health. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I, I, mean, I guess. <laughs>
0: uh, and then after, after kind of like the introduction finishes, we get this little kind of flute, um, you know, introduction. Um, and and as, as the flute kind of dies down, um, Prince then sings, um, you say you'll call me and then you won't. Uh, I want to kiss you and then I won't. Um, we both do nothing and call it love. Is this love? And this is where Claire Fisher's strings kind of swell in. And then he asks, is this love again? Mm. Um, and, you know, we get like a, a little bit of kind of guitar solo mm. kind of coming in. Um, you know the flute is still there but then the rest of the band gradually come in and we have this like almost like a a kind of choir kind of singing as as the guitar swells and the strings get louder and and everything kind of comes back in and you know we're about like a third of the way through the song already (laughs) and we have basically had three distinct different sections at this point Um, you know this guitar solo then for about 30 seconds it kind of everything drops out, mm. and it's just the piano, yeah. and then Prince <laughs> sings. Possibly my favorite, uh, <laughs> my favorite kind of couplet of lines in this in this song, where he sings, "This morning I wanted a cup of coffee, but I didn't have any cream," and then he like, quadruple <laughs> tracks his voice to sing, "Last night I wanted some inspiration, but I didn't have any dreams," and I mean. I, I, what I love about that is it's like you can just go and buy some cream like yes that's not a, an insurmountable problem no. for having a cup of coffee no. but also I like this idea that Prince has been living with Maite and she's <laughs> used all the, the milk up and she hasn't brought a new box of milk and it, Prince is just there being like I wanted some coffee but I didn't have any cream like he's singing this directly to her yeah. you know and then he, t- he ties that with last night I wanted some inspiration but I didn't have any dreams and you're like um what how is this I don't understand I mean I love those two lines because they're just so kind of crazy yeah um, and then we get Prince doing some kind of like vocal runs where he, he sings because uh, he's down in his lower register I should say for this point and he goes Coupled with the fact that you belong to another whose name is self-righteousness and then he goes super high for so evil girl if one of us has a date with the Undertaker which one will it be <laughs> um, and then he goes you could cry forever but you'll get no sympathy and then he he says again this is the best day of my life yeah. um, and as he sings those as he sings that he starts very high with so evil girl and then he kind of keeps descending down uh, until he gets to the you know date with the undertaker yeah. now it's worth saying there was a, there was a prince project around this time um called the undertaker uh, which had a you know a couple of songs which didn't turn up anywhere else um, and was basically only issued as a um, as a VHS, mm. uh, which is I I don't know why, but at this particular time Prince released a lot of like VHS only stuff. Yeah. Um. And you know I I it's, it's really weird because it's like he se- he seemed to kind of um there was a, a a period of about three or four years where he seemed to be releasing so many like VHSs and they each had like songs on there that never f- turned up anywhere else like The Undertaker. Yeah. Just. Did not show up anywhere else. Um, I say VHSs because I should. I should also say that the Undertaker was issued on VHS and Laserdisc. Oh, dancing And on on the Undertaker, you have the songs "The Ride" and "Porgu" and "Bambi." Um, yeah, actually, a live version of "Bambi," which is really cool. good, which I talked about when I did that episode. Yeah. And then you have a little bit of Xanaly, Um like about a year before it turned up on Chaos and Disorder. Then you have this song called The Undertaker, which is nine minutes and 44, and then it finishes with Dolphin. So, and that came out in, uh, I mean, it was recorded in June 1993, but it came out in March 1995. Yeah. So if Prince is saying here, you know, you have a date with The Undertaker, this maybe is him thinking of three chains of gold tying into that project. but Or, or maybe it's just the fact that he, he's talking about someone having a date with The Undertaker because they're going to be dead. Yes. Um <laughs> but, you know, I mean, this little, this little section, I, 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 can, I love the kind of going from the whole cup of coffee, you can cry forever, but you'll get no sympathy. And that's like kind of accompanied by, you know, the band kind of following yeah. the, the kind of vocal line.
1: And it goes back to what we we're saying earlier, because even in that bit, the song changes from the start of that bit. The, yeah, from the morning this morning I wanted a cup of coffee to the but the end of it, it changes. It's it's yeah. three songs in one at that stage. So that's why I kind of said it's like that operatic movi- movement thing because it just seems to just go. It's schizophrenic. I know maybe that's not even the right way, yeah. word to say, but it just decides. Okay, I'm this, and then I'm this, then I'm this, and I'm something else entirely, and then just keeps doing it for the whole song. It's kind of it's kind of nuts, but it kind of works too. I just, like, yeah, that's why I picked this song. It's such a great song.
0: And then, and then after that kind of finishes, after they're like they're down with the whole, you know, this is the best day of my life. Then the guitar comes back in, and we get a brief solo, um, and everything's there until we get like we just just after the halfway point in the song here, uh, about three three minutes and about eight seconds in, and then everything drops out, and it's back to just a piano, and then Prince sings, "I got three chains of gold, and they will shine forever. They are the nucleus of my soul. Melt down, no." They will never, mm. and then you know that that's that that's first like kind of version of the of the chorus is just completely just Prince and just the piano chords, and mm. then when he when he sings "I've got three chains of gold" a second time, that's when everyone like comes back in, mm. um, and then he can't sing, and I like his phrasing of "Meltdown." No, they will never, <laughs> which is <laughs> one of these things that Prince has done a few times on this album of like reversing the way that most normal people would say a sentence. <laughs> and then kind of, you know, it's to say, oh, they will never melt down. Instead, he's put meltdown, no, they will never. Ooh. Kind of everyone comes back in, and we build back up over about the space of a minute and a half, and then we get the guitar solo comes back in. Um, and over that guitar solo, Maite, she implores, um, give back the chains. If you don't, you will die. Nothing should come between you and I. And, you know, I like that that correct use of uh, of you and I. You know, she mm. could have said me and you, but no, she says you and I, so... Mm. Uh, props to Maite there um, but yeah it's this uh, but it's, well, the weird thing is that sounds like she's recorded it for like a film and she's doing like a very over-the-top performance mm. and then they've sampled that in yeah like it, it's really weird because it, it like the way it, it sounds it, she, like she's putting so much emotion into the words it doesn't just sound like she's in the studio singing it it, looks, yeah. it sounds like they've done a few things with it
1: as I said this is a great song I just don't know why and it just it just changes I, like I did watch the movie today that VHS thing it's online it's we'll yeah. talk about that in a moment but i i can't remember if that lines from the from the movie i wouldn't be surprised if it came from it based on what i saw today <laughs> <laughs> i would be not surprised yeah. as that kind of overdramatic how she says about the three because cha- uh, do we actually know what the three chains of gold are has anyone kind of worked it out because no, no i have no idea
0: <laughs> it, listen to this song for 20 something years i mean I don't know what... I mean, I'm guessing they're just three chains of gold, but I don't know what their significance is in anything because they're not mentioned before this song or after this song. So Yeah,
1: because I try to... You
0: know, I just... I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just really weird because you just kind of accept it. You know, they're the yeah. subject of this particular song and that's... You know, yeah, because
1: I thought there you know. might be some other deeper meaning for it, but maybe I'm just looking for something. Because, like, even in the movie, she mentions the three chains, the gold, but it actually is physically chains of gold and that's it so <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't know if it's physically this or some um, i don't know it's probably some religious thing who knows i don't know i'm not sure that's what <laughs> I, thought, I thought that's all i thought you might know better than i would because i've you know i've heard this like a billion times that i've never worked out what it was no. and the movie didn't help me. <laughs> and then of course you know prince
0: he, re- he repeats the chorus i've got three chains of gold and they will shine forever And then he he changes the second half of it by saying, if one of us has to go, you will go before me. Mm. And this is where he brings in, you know, the guitar solo comes back in, and then we get this refrain of, um, you will go before me, which is kind of sung. But Prince says, you know, if one of us has to go, you will go before me. Mm. Uh, And then he goes, because I sure enough say you will. Mm. And then we have the kind of, you have people singing three chains of gold, but then also you will go before me. Mm. Uh, And then obviously there's a, a guitar solo over the top of that, and we're kind of about 5 minutes into the song by this point and then you know about 5:25 we then get you know um uh, uh, <laughs> we get we get prince singing i've got i've got three chains of gold and they're going to shine and he goes super high for the shine mm-hmm. and then it kind of everything cuts out and it's just the guitar um and then you know the kind of guitar squealing mm-hmm. and then everything comes back in and prince sings forever and everybody sings forever and they sing it like three times Um, And then on the last one, they go for air and then the ver kind of comes (laughs) after this massive, like, drum fill that Mm. goes on for about 30 seconds. Um, And then, you know, at the very end in kind of a, you know, super low voice, we get three chains of gold and Mm. then the song finishes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and I I think the thing is, the sound like, everything kind of after, you know, it gets quiet for the I got three chains of gold kind of halfway through, we gradually get like, you know the guitar comes back in Mm. and then we get like this kind of um, chorus comes back in singing You Will Go Before Me and then we get, you know, a lot of kind of um, horns coming back in and then the thing kind of gradually layers and layers and layers Mm. until we get to everything cutting back out for the forever at the end. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then obviously Michael B finishes off with a nice long drum solo.
1: Yeah, it goes back Um, to my operatic thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's sort of, I don't know, look, I'm no expert but it does kind of, that's how opera seems to me when I hear it. It's like, Build, 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 build <laughs> till it finishes. Well, I mean, if you're going to
0: pay for like a sixty-piece orchestra to sit down there in the pit, you've got to have them do something, haven't you? Oh, exactly. You can't just have people singing on the stage. You've got to, you've got to have your orchestra actually do something for the yeah. for their money. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's weird because if you listen, if you were to listen to like the first, you know, like thirty seconds of this song, and then listen to the last like. 40 seconds of the song i don't think you would un- you'd think that they are from the same song you would think well these this is the intro to one song and mm-hmm. this is the ending to a completely different song yeah. because it goes from such it goes through such a kind of weird different set of, of kind of stages and and by the end you're like okay i mean like i said when i first heard this on the cassette i was like am i still listening to the same song <laughs> um you know six six minutes in is this still the song that i started listening to Um, And it kind of moves through all these different things. But, you know, I mean, I think lyrically, you know, after the whole I got three chains of gold bit, they don't really say that much more apart from the, you know, you will go before me, um, you know, like the kind of the change of the second half of the chorus. You know, that's the only real kind of change in the back half of the song, you know, after the kind of, um, you know, cup of coffee stuff there's not really that much different later on in the song. It's just a lot of, it's. I mean, it's basically a lot of instrumentation. There's a lot mm. of different instruments coming in there. That's where, you know, and the fact that Prince has three separate guitar solos in this song, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's really where the emphasis lies is, yeah. you know, is Prince kind of having solos rather than, you know, anything to do with kind of lyrical changes later on. That's probably why the song, like the first half of it is very kind of, there's a lot of kind of lyrical stuff. But the second half, there's a lot of solos. Mm. So maybe that's why it feels like, you know, two completely different songs. Yeah, indeed. But, uh, yeah. Um, you know, for me, I would say out of five, um, I don't think I can go higher than a four. Uh, and I only say that because if someone was like, you know, you're a Prince fan, play me a song by Prince. I don't think I could ever play this song to anyone who wasn't a Prince fan. Because it, at some points it's like, I don't know, embarrassingly over the top. And I'm like, this this isn't really what Prince was ever about. Like this is it's only this and a couple of other songs where Prince kind of goes this over the top, mm. and a lot of other songs, you know, it's mostly about kind of you know his uh, you know like you you'd play them something like Kiss or something mm. something that's like a little bit more kind of down to earth. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is just so kind of over the top. Um, I feel like I can't give it a five out of five. Um, you know, I can't go any higher than a four just because. Uh, that it loses that one star because I would literally be embarrassed to play this to people who weren't Prince fans because oh. I because I can imagine playing this and they listen to it and they go I really don't want to listen to anything else by Prince because this <laughs> sounds like te- this is like a this sounds like he has no idea what on earth he's doing this just sounds like it's musically great and everything's really fun in it but it just it's uh, it's a little bit embarrassing how kind of over overblown and melodramatic it is mm. and I'm sure if they were like what's that song about I, I'd go. I've got no clue. Prince just for some reason, in the, you know, as the second to last track on this album, just decided to do this song. And it it doesn't really fit with the rest of the album. It just comes out of nowhere. And yeah. it's just like over the top. And, and I'm like, you know, I can't justify, I can't justify the song. Like I, I probably could, you know, sexy MF or, yeah. you know, my name is Prince. I think those songs are, you know, they're five songs. This is, this can't possibly be in the same kind of league as those. Mm. For me, personally, I would okay. say. Okay.
1: Well, look, I kind of like when Prince is getting the bit melodramatic and that kind of thing. Because I think we've already talked about this. Because like, I think one of the other songs I did was Live for Love, which is kind of a dramatic song. And we, I think we even yeah. talked about three mentioned about free and you were talking about it and I remember saying yeah that's free I love that song and I kind of like when Prince is (laughs) kind of when Prince like I kind of agree with you with the fact that if I was playing to someone who didn't know Prince I I would not pick this song not from this album anyway but I still love this song because it is so over the top and melodramatic but maybe that's just the kind of person I am which I'm not really but you know what I mean (laughs) so with this one I'd probably give it like a four maybe a four and a half not a five because there's definitely five songs in this album, but this is definitely a four and a half for me, only because it is yeah. so over the top and it changes and focus and I, like I've been listening to it for, like for the last week after it worked out we we're doing these songs. <laughs> I've been listening to it for the last week, every, pretty much every couple of days. And I'm always quite happy when this comes on because I'm playing it in the car as well. So I've just cranked it up. So, yeah, four and a half stars from me.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, you said you'd watched the video. I haven't watched it. Here's the thing I've seen each of the individual videos which Mm -hmm. have been put up onto the YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. um, you know, which I think aside from the Continental, um, I think that's the only one that so far hasn't been uploaded and Three Chains of Gold. And those are the ones that are kind of really cut down. Yeah. um, Yeah. You know, and then obviously it finishes with The Call, which is. Mm. Not a song that's on the album. Mm-hmm. It doesn't finish with the sacrifice of Victor. No, uh, no <laughs> which okay. is the which is the actual final song. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, so just tell me about the video then, and, uh, how, and how the plot <laughs> if it enlightens us as to what exactly is going on in any of these songs on this album.
1: Not really, because it's it's basically okay. Uh, not to watch it with the kids because there is surprise nudity in it, which was actually a surprise. And for like, sorry, what, like so basically. Maite is an Egyptian princess whose father is killed, assassinated, and she has the three chains of gold and this other stuff. She then goes to the US and then she gets them in Indianapolis and then, oh, what's her name? Kirstie Alley appears as a reporter and then she's watching the news and that's the start of uh, My Name is Prince. So that thing's into there and then they find each other and they kind of have a romance it's really weird and surreal and makes no sense so all the songs kind of push it like kind of back into each other kind of with like little, yeah. little snippets of like them on a, on a uh, merry-go-round not a merry-go-round uh, a carousel and other bits and yeah. pieces like them going to like going to their hotel room and Prince being in Japan while she's being at home which I probably assume is around this stage of this song because it talks about you know her leaving. But this plong was yeah. never played, and it's just it's just weird, and it's just. Let's put it this way: it makes "Under the Cherry Moon" look like a masterpiece. <laughs> Granted, this thing's only like an hour; like it's only an hour long, so it's not like it's not like it's a huge thing. So it also brings in the bits from the. Now I'm trying to remember the record. You know how there's little bits of interview uh the Alley's character's talking to Prince in the middle of the album? There's like little bits and pieces in the yeah. in the album, I think. Yeah. yeah. It brings little bits and pieces in there as well. So like at one stage Prince is sitting, you know, lounging out on this couch, on his couch and she rings and he's talking he's talking to her and goes, Oh, he's recording it, so then just bang, it just hangs up on her. <laughs> it's just it's just weird. As I said, I kind of was watching it today and it just could have it was an hour I wish I'd got back from somewhere else. Um, it <laughs> was not great. But look, if for your completists out there, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely on the net. Um, because funnily enough when I typed in three chains of gold, could look at the lyrics, um, it came up first. <laughs> so yeah. it's definitely floating yeah. around on the net. So watch it if you're a completist. If you know, if you miss out on it, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I Just watch the little individual clips and you'll be happy. That's all it means.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I th- you know, obviously, talking about this album, I've talked about like the overarching storyline that's meant to be through the songs. But, you know, it doesn't like it doesn't kind of really make that much sense <laughs> because you're just like. Yeah. Well this song does this song seems to suggest that they're together this song seems to suggest that they're apart. you know this other song yeah. seems to suggest that you know they're reluctantly together. this song suggests that they're not going to last you know like each song doesn't really kind of fit in terms of the relationship that you would expect would be kind of through the video um, you know and it's worth saying that Prince he played <laughs> he played this song uh, free Chains of gold on the t- on the tour that accompanied um, you know symbol. Um, you know, but he played it as part of a medley with And God Created Woman. Um, and then, you know, about, you know, 2001, he he kind of brought it back. Um, but other than that, he didn't play it live. Uh, and I feel like it should go without saying, I haven't been able to find any cover versions of the song. I don't know. That, I mean, if Prince could barely get it to kind of work as a live song, I don't know that anybody else could kind of cover it with any, you know, um, kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you're gonna do it the exact same as Prince, there's really no point covering it. And if you're not gonna mm, do it the exact yeah. same as Prince, then you're gonna lose everything because you know this is a song that has so much kind of production and stuff thrown at it. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you're not gonna cover it that way, what, what what is the point of doing this song? You know, I can't imagine anyone just like yeah. having an acoustic guitar and being like, let's let's do Three Chains of Gold. You know, like nah, it just wouldn't nah. work. Um, so you know, anyway, I feel like we've said about as much as we possibly can about Three Chains of Gold. Um, you know, so. So, so let's go to any plugs.
1: Okay, this is the cover theme. I don't have a podcast, so hey, let's advertise someone else is really good. Uh, a movie podcast uh, on the Maximum Fun network called "Who Shot Ya?" Uh, not the usual thing. You've got a woman, a gay guy, and a Latino, and basically they're talking movies, and it's really good. They don't always agree, but it's very. What's the right way to say it? When they don't agree, it's not people fighting. It's actually very, very civil and it's really, really funny. So, yeah, check that out. It's shot you. Yeah. Okay, and you can
0: find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you could follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Victor. Uh, thanks, Darren. And um, otherwise, goodbye.